Hi, I'm Emily Williams, the founder of the top success and personal development company for driven women called I Heart My Life. I grew my company from $442 to seven figures in my first 18 months. And since then, it's become a movement for women who know they're meant for something big and refuse to settle. At I Heart My Life, we operate with the belief that anything is possible and no dream is too big. We're all about combining business strategy, deep mindset work, high performance practices, money tips, and a whole lot of lifestyle to help you get the results you deserve in all areas of life. Because after all, we only get this one shot. This is your one-stop shop for all things inspiration. So grab your favorite drink and a pen and a notebook and get ready to be inspired. Oh, and if you're not a member of our community, go to iheartmylife.com slash join and receive all of our emails and announcements. And while you're at it, copy and paste this episode link and share it with three friends. Now on to the episode. Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 220, dialing in your seven figure sales strategy. So today I have another episode from behind the scenes of our seven figure framework workshop. I'm going to be talking all about seven figure sales. So we're going to talk about the three key components of sales. I'm going to teach you how to tap into your intuitive sales strategy. We're going to uncover some of the limiting beliefs that are keeping you blocked from making more money and sales. And we're going to get you pre-sell ready. So you don't have to wait until everything is perfect to put your offer out into the world. Today's was one of my favorite trainings because I love going deep beneath the surface and supporting you and uncovering what works for you and your business, because it's definitely not a one size fits all scenario. We want to make sure you are aligned so that your clients feel that energy and start to know, like, and trust you. Let's go ahead and dive in. This episode is sponsored by I Heart My Life Day. This is a virtual workshop designed to support you in creating a life that you love, one that's better than your dreams and fulfills you in every area. We cover topics like health, relationships, spirituality, business and career, money, mindset, all the key components that you need to create a life that's better than your dreams and transform your reality. We bring together the world's best teachers and experts to support you in every area of life. We also bring together an incredible community of like-minded women brought together to support you in going to the next level in every area of your life. We've curated this incredible experience to be the workshop that you've been looking for to support you in uncovering your purpose, living life to the fullest, creating your best health, transforming your mindset and moving past fear and limiting beliefs, having healthy relationships, going to the next level in your business or career. Literally no stone is left unturned. We are here for you in every area of your life so that you too can say that you've created a life that's better than your dreams. So go to iheartmylifeday.com to find out more and join us on the next I Heart My Life Day. So today's really important because we're talking about sales strategy and we're talking about your intuitive sales process. Now, I want to kind of set the stage for why intuition is a part of today's conversation. So I really believe that our desires are dropped in and whatever we feel called to do is meant for us and it's possible. It's unique to you. So if you think about the things that you love, there are certain things that you love that maybe your partner doesn't love or your friends don't love. And that's because they are unique to you. And so your sales strategy and what you offer the world is also unique to you. 
So I want to encourage you to really tap into what that actually is. Because as we talked about on day one, when you combine the things that you love with what your audience wants, that's the sweet spot. And that's what's going to create an offer that goes viral because you're going to have all of the energy to put into it. You're going to be giving it attention. People are going to feel that from you and it'll take you so, so far. And that's really the most important piece is that we connect to what it is that we actually want and what our message is that we were born to share with the world, okay? So one of the things that I recommend for today is that you tune in from a really quiet place. Now, if you are in an office or somewhere where there's a lot of chaos, that's okay. But what I recommend is that you come back and watch this replay again. So stay with us here. You can watch for incredible content that's coming up after this first part of the training, but definitely come back to the beginning and do this process again when you're in more of a quiet space and you're alone and you can actually um, dive into this. It's not a meditation, but I am going to walk you through a series of questions and I really want you to get kind of quiet and still and tune in with what is right for you. Okay. So I want you to definitely... um, really think about the moments in your life where you were really aligned and what happened. I can probably uh, predict that those moments of alignment, you were far more successful, you were far happier, things happened easier. And that's what we're looking to create here. We're looking to help you tap into the thing that you were born to do and the way in which you want to sell it. Okay, because there's not a one size fits all approach. I wish there was. Obviously, yesterday, we talked about marketing strategies that are working for us and I heart my life. But those are also strategies that feel aligned to me. There are millions of other things I could be doing to get my work out into the world. But those are the things that we've chosen to do. And you get to make your own decisions today based on what you desire and what's calling you. Okay. So today we're going to dive into our workbook first and foremost. If you go to page nine, we're going to fill in the S in cash method. So S is really simple. It stands to stands for sell your service or sell your product, whatever resonates with you. Okay, so you can go ahead and fill that in. My team will provide you um, with the workbook link now if you don't have it, but you definitely should have it at this point. It's really important. Um, looks like Maria made it in. Awesome. Heidi's here. Permission to have an intuitive or unique sales strategy. Awesome. Love it. Great. Okay. So today, in addition to the intuitive uh, process we're going to walk through, I'm going to share the three key components of sales. So you're going to learn a little bit more about my sales process, as well as how to look at your own sales process and understand which of the components are really important for you to focus on or tweak to get results. We're going to uncover any limiting beliefs that are keeping you blocked from making more money, which is really exciting. And we're going to get you pre-sell ready because what I believe is that no one needs to wait to put their thing out into the world. We want to support you in selling it before it's even completed or at that 100% mark, which is also really exciting for those of us who feel like it has to be perfect before we put it out there. All right, so I want to dive into the intuitive sales strategy process. So one of the things that really inspired me to bring this to this workshop was a little card that I pulled the other day. Now, I have these incredible um, cards. They're called inner, inner Compass cards. Hopefully you guys can see this. My friend, um, Nick Pigeon, bought these for me. They're on the Goop website, if anyone is interested. And they're really beautiful. And the other day, I pulled a card that said, deep down. 
Now, I know that there's a lot of people on this training who maybe aren't necessarily woo-woo, and that's okay. This doesn't have to be a spiritual thing. It really is just something that I love to do to have further guidance. And so you can take it or leave it. But for me, this was a really powerful reminder because the card said, what I'm about to read read to you, it said, deep down inside, you always know exactly what you need. That's your intuitive knowledge. Often, however, the connection is not clear enough to make good use of it. Working with your intuition is all about making contact with that inner wisdom and trusting what the voice of intuition tells you. If you cannot discern that voice, the messy mind is creating too much noise. A calm mind, on the other hand, strengthens the access and repairs the connection you have with your intuitive body. Look at it like troubled water in a glass, which only becomes clear again when stillness allows the mud to sink. This card invites you to become still, make contact with your inner voice. Both your body and your intuition are capable of sending you messages through feelings. These feelings tell you which way you should go. Only you know what is right for you, yet you often let your surroundings tell you where to go. You let the fear of change or rejection stop you. When the ocean is calm and clear, you are able to look deep into the water. Unmoved, deep down, you know what is right for you. So I really love this reminder. Like I said, you could see this as a spiritual reminder, or you could see it just as scientific. It says here that when the water is being shaken up, we can't actually see clearly. Like that's a fact, right? You can't see all the way through. And so that might be what's happening to you right now. Maybe... The industry you're in is operating in a certain way, but that doesn't actually feel aligned to you. Okay. So I want you to get really clear on what it is that you actually want, because that, when you follow that, that's what's actually going to make you successful. Not necessarily what somebody else is telling you to do. It's you tuning in. And yes, there might be some trial and error in that process. You might put yourself out there and find that something works and something doesn't work, but that's great. Then you have that information. You either win right? Or you learn. There's nothing about losing. We're always gaining something, even if it is just a lesson. Okay. So today, what we want to do is really sit sit in a still place, like I said, in a place where you're going to be uninterrupted and tune in to what we're feeling called to create. Now, I know a lot of you are already mapping out your offers. Maybe you've already done this and that's great. You can tune into that offer. But I want you to really check in with yourself and ask yourself, is that actually coming from my highest self? Is that coming from what I want to do, what I actually desire? Or is it coming from a place of should? I feel like I should do it or other people didn't and it worked. So I'm just going to adopt that for myself. And in the beginning, when you're building your business, most of the time you are pulling from other people for inspiration. But for those of you who are here and you already have an established business, now it's time to really sprinkle more of yourself into it and get clear on what really lights you up because that's what's going to take you the distance. Okay. So I'm going to walk you through a series of questions. You can close your eyes, whatever you feel called to do. And then we're going to take a few minutes and just journal in our workbook, okay? So there is a section for this visualization in your workbook. It's page 24. So you'll have that space open and ready to go. That's my recommendation. And then we're going to pour into that and write down everything that comes up for us throughout this series of questions, okay? So let's get started. 
All right. So for a second, I want you to visualize having a warm list of leads or people on your email list who want to purchase from you. They've been warmed up. They've been on your list for a while, or they worked with you in a workshop, or they saw you in a webinar, and now they are so excited to continue the journey with you. They want it. They've already talked to their spouse about spending money with you. They've already looked at their credit card balance. They know that they can pay for this or they set aside the funds in their debit account. They're all in. They truly are total fans of you and your work and they want to, to purchase anything that you put out into the world. They are those diehard customers who literally will buy anything that you release to the public. Okay, it doesn't matter what it is, they buy it. So if you are guaranteed to sell the thing that you put out into the world, you are guaranteed people are lined up to purchase it, you have a waiting list. What is that thing that lights you up that you desire to sell? What is that thing that feels so exciting that you can't wait to get out of bed and put out into the online space? What is that thing where you can't wait to build a sales page or have somebody build a sales page about it? What's that email invitation that you are so excited to put out to your email list saying, it's finally here, it's open, it's available, you can sign up today. What's that thing that's calling you? What offer feels in alignment with your values? Maybe for you, you desire to travel, and so you want to offer something to your clients that provides the opportunity for them to travel. Or maybe you want to help people make more money, and that's in alignment with your values. You know that's part of your purpose. Maybe you want to have more time with your kids, and so you actually want to offer something that is completely self-study. You want to build a six-figure funnel that brings in six figures of revenue every single month that's completely passive. What's in alignment with your values? What feels like the best job ever? Something you'd you'd love to get out of bed and do every single day. You know it's something that's going to light you up. You know in the year to come, you're going to be so thrilled to offer this. When you get invited to talk on podcasts, you can't wait to share more about this incredible opportunity. You want to share the link every single place you possibly can on your Instagram, on your Facebook, on your website, on podcast interviews from the stage. You tell everyone about this incredible opportunity because you know that they need it. What feels in alignment with your capacity in terms of time and lifestyle? So this could be how you spend your personal time. Do you want to work with people one-to-one? Do you want to get on the phone with people? Do you want to have live coaching sessions or consulting sessions? Do you want to offer the opportunity to meet you in person? Or does that feel too heavy? Is that not actually in alignment? And the thing that excites you is completely passive. The thing that excites you is seeing those receipts come into your inbox for something that's already been created that you don't have to do anything with. What really excites you? Now let's move into the questions around how you want to sell this thing. So in your mind, you have this offer. You have a vision of what it is that you want to put out into the world. What feels in alignment for you to sell it? Do you want to have a launch model? 
where you open and close the doors and there's a specific time period for someone to sign up? Or do you want this running in the background all the time? People can come in whenever it's right for them. Do you want to get on sales calls with people? Do you want to have conversations to enroll them into the program? Is it live or is it self-study? What feels in alignment for you? Do you want to host a workshop and sell people into the program after the workshop or maybe host a challenge? Do you want to have live events and then sell people into the program? What feels in alignment for you? Do you want to pitch from Facebook or Instagram and do a series of live videos that sell people into the program? And finally, what are you charging for this? What is the price point? How much money do you want to be making from this? What feels in alignment for you? And how many people do you want to sell it to? How many people do you want to sign up for this? You get to decide how many people is the sweet spot. What feels in alignment for you? Now, I've thrown a lot at you, so I want to give you a few minutes just to brain dump. We're going to have two minutes, and I want you to write down what came up for you. Nothing is right. Nothing is wrong. Just write down your truth on that page 24 of your workbook. Okay, so again, if you need more time, you can definitely go back and do this again. I highly recommend that you do. For the sake of us moving forward, I want to go on to the next part of today's training, but I hope that that was helpful for you and allows you or gives you the permission to tune in to yourself and what it is that you actually want before you make decisions, before you put something out into the world. Because the truth is, is we want you to create something that you're able to offer over and over and over again, because it feels that aligned. And only then can you really refine your process and have all of those clear metrics that we talked about yesterday? Okay, so if you just do something once, that's great. But you're not actually going to know what's going to work and what's going to move the needle. The people who are the most successful and the people who who have, excuse me, seven and eight figure businesses, they are repeating strategies over and over and over. They are selling a certain product or program over and over and over. So they get those testimonials and people spread the word. If we just do one thing and then we stop, you can imagine it won't have as much traction or impact. So that's why it's so important, especially if you're creating something new or you're transforming what you currently have, really tune in with what it is that you want and then what your client actually wants. It's that sweet spot, okay? So Sarah says, I realized as you were asking this that I'm not offering what I would be offering if I wasn't afraid no one would buy it and I'm not good enough as a salesperson to try and sell it. Amazing. So this is exactly what I want you to uncover is the real truth. If you are in a place of, oh, I'm just offering something because it's easy or I'm doing it because I think I should. You know, even yesterday I was having a conversation with one of my colleagues and she has an incredible business. It's at seven figures. And she was telling me that she realized she was getting sucked into what she should do. And she actually had team members who wanted her to offer something 
that was different than what she was offering. And she was starting to get impacted by their frame of mind. They wanted, she has support coaches and they wanted something that she didn't actually want to sell. And that was really interesting for her to realize, oh, you know what? I'm living by somebody else's agenda. I'm living based on somebody else's desires right now and not mine. So I just need to take a minute, put pause on this and tune into what I actually want. Okay. So that's so, so important. It's going to be so much more impactful if you are aligned with it. So remember, we want to make decisions based on desire, not based on fear not based on what right now feels comfortable. We want to think about what is our real truth and what do we want to put out into the world, okay? So now I want us to turn to the next page in the workbook, which is 25, and we're going to go through our sales framework here. Now, there are three different components of this framework, so I'm going to dive into the first one. Now, I know it might feel like we're going over and over and over (laughs) with this whole concept again and again and again, but it's really important for you to get this dialed in. So the first component is your product, right? So what is it that you are selling? Now, we already covered the, the structure of it. I've asked you questions about that. You started to map out your offer. So I'm going to leave that with you. But one of the things we haven't covered is pricing. And this is a question that comes up for a lot of people. People want to know, well, how do I price my offer? How do I figure out what people will actually pay? Now, I think about this in a different way. I flip-flop that. I think about what you want to charge for the offer first and foremost. Because the truth is, if you're only thinking about your audience, then you're leaving yourself out of the equation and it's bound to cause you some problems. And what I mean by that is I have people who lower their price point because they think that's what their audience can afford to purchase. And then they end up resenting their community and their company because it's not actually bringing in the amount of money that they desire. Anyone resonate with that? Anyone been there? So I want you to really think about what it is that you want to charge. So have your offer in mind. I'm just going to give you a specific example here. When I first started my um, self, when I first created my program, that was the group program called 90 Days to 6K. I decided that I wanted to charge $997 for that program over the span of, it would be a 90-day program. So it was a 90-day program for 997. Then I knew after I offered it once, I wanted to raise the price point. But I started with that because that was my desire. And I knew that that's also where I was energetically. So I want you to really think about what you're confident selling your program at. So for me, I wasn't confident selling it at $2,000 because it just didn't feel aligned for me. I didn't feel like I was there yet. And so we want to make sure that you are stretching yourself a little bit, but also putting yourself out there in a confident way. If you are creating emails or a sales page or getting on sales calls, you need to be confident in your work. And if you get on the phone with people and you say the price out loud and you completely feel not confident, they're going to feel that energetically. So it really starts with you. So I want you to tell me in the chat, in the comment comment box, what is the price point that you are going to launch this at? Or what is the price point that you're going to change it to if you already have something created the next time you put it out there? What feels in alignment for you and feels exciting? Okay. Yeah, Heidi says the energetic exchange has to feel good. Great. Yeah, so I'm curious to know what is the price point? And there's no right answer, by the way. I have clients who sell things at $1,000. I have clients who sell things at $100,000. 
Okay. There's no right or wrong. I know certain influencers who have packages, their coaches um, at a million dollars. So you can sell anything if you build your confidence and you have that trust. All right. So start where you're at and we can always raise the price later. Um, and if you want to start high, do it. If you feel the confidence and you want to start at a higher level, great. Awesome. Make it happen. There are people that will buy that. So you also want to think about what the financial goal is for what you're selling. Now, tomorrow, we're going to put some of the pieces together and help you create a plan to hit your financial goals. But I want you to think about how much money you actually want to bring in from the thing that you're selling. And obviously, that will help um, dictate the price. You also want to think about how many people you want to sell it to. Now, yesterday, we talked about um, the metrics that you need to track, as well as what you want to have in place in your company before you sell something that's one to many. And Mallory mentioned being clear on your email list size and also your social media following, asking yourself, okay, so what is 2% of my email list? How many people are actually going to buy um, from my email list based on that percentage? And then you can figure out how much money you'd be making from the thing that you're selling, All right? So really dial in that energetic alignment with the price point, where you're at, and then also how much you actually want to make in your company. Because as I always say, you're running a business, not a charity shop. So remember, your business exists to make money. And a lot of you freak out about that because you want to be in service. You want to help people. And you have this belief that you can't make money as a service provider. Right? That's one of the money mindset things, uh, beliefs that we're going to be talking about this week. So if there's a lot coming up for you around that, then we definitely need you to be tuning in every single day to be able to move through that because that's going to stop you from putting yourself out in the world and having the impact that you desire. Okay. So really think about how many people you want to register, how much money you want to make from this, and then get clear on the numbers. Okay. So that's product. Obviously, there's other um, elements to product, but we've covered a lot of them. So I really want you to dial in the product as well as the pricing today so that you are ready to go for tomorrow. All right. The next component of your sales process is mindset. So I already started to touch on this. So for example, if you are getting on the phone with potential clients and you're anything like me in the beginning and you're freaking out, then you're probably not converting people. If you don't like having conversations about money or you feel uncomfortable selling to people, you're probably not converting the sales calls into paying clients. So for me in the beginning, I had a period of 54 no's in a row. So literally 54 people said no to me over and over and over and over, all different people, until someone finally said yes. And what I realized in that process was that I wasn't willing to have difficult conversations. I wasn't willing to talk about money with these strangers. I had this belief that money was a personal topic, and so I shouldn't bring it up. I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I didn't want to talk anyone into anything. But what I realized was it was my duty to have conversations about money with everyone on the phone. And what I mean by that is there are plenty of people, um, plenty of your potential clients who have friends who don't support them, friends who don't challenge them, friends who think in the same way they think. But you need to be the difference maker and you need to take a stand for what you know is possible for them. Now, for those of you who are coaches and consultants, this is so, so important. You have to have belief in your clients 
even when they don't have it for themselves. And that means that you believe that they have the money to invest in working with you. They have the money to get results. I believe everyone has the money. So no one can give me any excuse that they don't have the money because I personally was $30,000 in credit card debt and $90,000 in student loan debt. And I still found the money. And I'm sure a lot of you here have the same story. You found the money for the stuff that was really important to you. So the honest truth is if you're on sales calls and someone tells you they can't afford it, you haven't shown them the value. They haven't seen the value yet. You haven't gone deep enough with them in terms of the results, okay? Because the truth is they will find the money for things that they really want, even if it's stuff that they don't need. Think about how many people will find a month, find the money for a vacation, and yet they'll put off signing up for a coach. And the reality is they are scared. They are scared of the transformation. They are scared of what it's going to mean for them and their family and their life. They're scared of people no longer understanding them. Maybe this is some of you here. Maybe you wanted to be a part of a coaching program, yet you didn't sign up. And deep down, the real truth was because you were scared of what it would mean. Most people have a fear of not being liked. If we go back to, um, if we even look at this from an evolutionary psychology perspective, millions of years ago, we had to, or not millions of thousands of years ago, we had to be liked. Otherwise, we would not survive. We needed the protection of the tribe, but we no longer need that. And so it's not your job to make sure people are liked. It's your job to get them results, to get them the transformation, to support them in whatever the thing is that you are providing them with. So let me give you a tangible example. When I started 90 Days to 6K or any of our programs, the result was I'm going to help you build your business and make more money, period. And if I got on the phone with those potential clients and didn't hold belief in them that they could do this, they might not have the belief in themselves because they hadn't done it yet. So clearly they needed my support. And most likely they have friends and family in their lives who don't get their dream and don't understand what it is that they actually want to do. And so I started to view myself as that person that could really instill belief in them right? And be the difference maker. And I knew that I couldn't help them unless they got into my program. And so when I shifted the focus from my fear and my insecurity around money and made it about serving them, it was very obvious to me what I wanted to do and what I needed to do. I needed to have open conversations with them about what was actually coming up for them whether it was fear or doubt, or they didn't know how to find the money, but they wanted to, I had to be willing to go there. So really think about that in your own sales process, whether you're getting on calls with somebody or whether you're doing a Facebook live or you're writing an Instagram post, are you in full belief of your clients? Are you willing to talk about money? Do you believe that everyone has the money? Or are you in this place of scarcity around, oh, my clients can't afford me? That's a belief system, okay? And it's not the truth. But if you believe it, it's going to be true. So it all starts with you. You getting clear on what your actual money beliefs are. What are your limiting beliefs around money? Because the truth is, whatever you believe, you're going to attract. So if right now you're somebody who's a coach and you're not willing to invest in coaching, well, guess what you're going to attract? People who aren't willing to invest because that's what you're teaching them. 
So really think about yourself. Maybe you're somebody who you just scrape by, you give yourself the bare minimum, you don't ever let yourself follow your dreams, right? Well, you're going to attract more of that. We're like a magnet in that way. So it starts with you uncovering your money beliefs. Now, in the back of the workbook, we have a whole list of common money stories, and we're going to go deeper with those on Friday. But I want to make you aware that that page actually actually exists. And you can go through all of those. It's on page 64 and really see which ones resonate with you. Now, I don't want you to take on any of these beliefs if they don't resonate, but I want you to really um, circle the ones that do resonate so that you can be prepared for later on this week. And by the way, there's another belief that a lot of people have. It's around credit cards being wrong. That was definitely one of my stories. So I want you to really think if that's accurate for you. But what I realized is I was so grateful that my husband lent me his credit card to be a part of the program that I was first in. If he hadn't done that, I don't know where I'd be. It definitely would have been the slow path to creating the life that I wanted because I wouldn't have had the revenue. So really think about this. Maybe credit cards for you and your clients are investors. Just like any other normal business before the online space existed, most likely it needed funding. Most likely it needed investment, right? Maybe that was a loan. So really start to think about where you got these beliefs and what your beliefs are that are affecting your sales process and affecting and stopping you from helping more people, okay, and getting your work out into the world. All right, so the next component of sales is process. So we looked at product, we looked at mindsets, now we're, mindset, now we're looking at process. Now, this is pretty obvious. I started to prompt you with some of these questions when we did our visualization. For example, what does your sales strategy actually look like? So you know what your product is, how are you going to put it out into the world? Is that through a launch? Is it through, is it going to be on Evergreen? Are you going to host a challenge? Are you going to host a workshop? Are you going to do Facebook Lives? Is it open all the time? Is it closed door, open door? So there's like a specific period for people to sign up. Um, Are you putting it in a funnel behind the scenes? I know I'm throwing a lot at you, but you can go back and watch the replay and answer some of these questions. So you really want to think about how you want to get that out into the world, as well as what the urgency is. So what is the reason for people to sign up now? Because the truth is people will delay. People will find a reason not to do it. So the more that you can give them a reason to do it and speak to what it is that they want, because people will buy in order to increase pleasure or decrease pain, the more you can do that, the more people will know it's right for them and actually take action quickly. Is there a payment plan? Again, this is something we can talk about in terms of product, but I want you to really figure that out because that will help them say yes to your program potentially, but it has to feel in alignment for you. So you want to think about your process. And from there, you want to think about, for example, if you are doing sales calls, what are the behind the scenes pieces? Do you have a calendar link? I can't tell you how many people tell me they want to make more sales, but then behind the scenes, there's no process in place for them to do that. They don't have a calendar link set up or they don't invite people to book sales calls. So really think about your process. How can you increase your capacity to receive more clients? Maybe you want to make sure that you capture more testimonials. So you have some things in your back pocket to show potential clients and you put those testimonials into an email sequence or you post them on your social media feed. So what are the things that are really going to dial up your process in terms of getting your work out into the world? All right. So you guys are all doing so, so well. 
Thank you so much for being here with us. I know I'm throwing a lot at you. All right, so those are the three components of sales. The final thing I want to cover with you today is how you get pre-sell ready. Now, one of the things that I decided to do when I created new products was to pre-sell. Now, this is what I did in the very beginning. I didn't have a full-blown team. I didn't have people helping me. But I know that there are people who do this even when they do have a team in place. So regardless of where you're at, this is an option for you if it feels aligned. So what I mean by pre-sell is that you're going to sell your product before it's even ready. And there are some caveats to this. So stick with me. Now, what I personally did is I knew exactly what I wanted to put in my product, into my program, but it wasn't 100% built out. But I still had the 90-day structure. I knew exactly what it was that I was going to be teaching people. And so it wasn't like I sold something and then delivered something completely different. The product was still in alignment with what I had pitched them. And so they got what they expected to get. But what I did was I actually put this out there. I ended up registering 25 people and I built the program as we went along. And so I knew what every single week was going to cover. I think I did it about two weeks in advance. And that was actually a really amazing process because what happened was I got to see firsthand what people actually wanted from me. So they were literally already in the program and I could see, okay, you know what? They're actually having this struggle. I'm going to put that into the workbook or I'm going to put that into the training. And so it was really interesting to build it as I went along. And a lot of people will do this if they have beta launches. So they will create something, then maybe have it as a lower price point for the first initial customers and then create the program as they go along and then start to get some real-time feedback from their students to see what works and what doesn't. And then they make tweaks before releasing the final product. So I wanted to plant that seed for you because a lot of you will say, oh, you know what? My program won't be ready for a year or I need six months to create this thing. What if you pre-sold the thing got people in and created it as you went along. Now, again, the only caveat to this or the additional one is you need to be able to hold yourself accountable. If you are not somebody who can create things as you go along and you know that you don't trust yourself to make it happen, don't do it. But I knew that if I had people in the program and I had something that they wanted, that I could trust myself to take the action, to complete the material, to show up, to deliver it on time, right? And so I made that decision to do that. You have to really know yourself if that's right for you or not. Okay. So I wanted to plant that seed in case that's something that's exciting to you. And in case it gives you permission, uh, we recently did an incredible VIP day in London a few weeks ago. And one of the things that we realized, it's really a theme with all of our clients at I Heart My Life, is sometimes we are waiting for people to give us permission. And it's time to just give ourselves permission instead. So if you needed that permission to put your work out into the world sooner rather than later, I hope that that gave it to you. All right, everyone. So we are going to go on to the homework for today. Today, I want you to do four things. Uh, again, we will post the homework in this group so you don't have to worry about writing everything down, but you can if you want to. The first piece of your homework is to redo the sales visualization that we did at the beginning of our training today. And if you want to write out all of the questions, you're more than welcome to do so. We can even post them in the group. I'll make sure to do that so you can do it in your own time. And really think about what feels in alignment for you in terms of what you're selling and how you're selling it. And um, make sure you give yourself permission there as well. That's a huge piece of this. 
Remember, you are guaranteed to be successful. That's the frame of mind we go into this visualization with. People are primed to buy. So what is it you want to sell? Number two, which of the three components of sales, mindset, or sorry, uh, product, mindset, or process, which of these is going to be most imperative for you to focus on right now? And it might be all three, but what is the first one? And number three, have you identified any limiting beliefs when it comes to sales? Again, you can look on page 64 of the workbook to see some of the limiting beliefs. And number four, what is the sales process that you're going to use to put your work out into the world? And I asked you some questions around this under the process section. For example, what does your sales strategy look like? Are you going to launch? Is it, is it evergreen? Start to, start to make some decisions around that so we can support you with your plan. And if you have any questions, definitely post in the Facebook group. Okay. So tomorrow is a really exciting day. We're talking about H in the cash method. We're going to talk about you getting closer to your revenue goals and what it takes to really hit that seven figure mark. We're going to put all the pieces together. Tomorrow is actually broken up into two different trainings. So one tomorrow and one Friday on a similar topic. So you're going to want to attend both of them. And we are also starting to introduce you to some of our incredible clients who are going to be sharing what is working for them in their online business to get huge results. Now, what's really important is that you listen, not just for inspiration, but you listen for that implementation. So they're going to share some of the stuff that's working for them, just like Mallory did yesterday. And you want to make sure that you are tuning in to what feels in alignment for you based on what they're saying, and actually taking action, okay, because you could be inspired anywhere, you could go and watch a movie later today and be inspired. This is about you getting into massive action as well. So we'll talk about that more tomorrow. All right, everyone, thank you for an incredible day and incredible training. I will look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the I Heart My Life show. Now do us a favor and tell people about this episode. It's truly our duty to make sure that the I Heart My Life movement is spread far and wide. The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today, or maybe even post it on social media. Use the hashtag IHeartMyLifeShow. That's hashtag IHeartMyLifeShow. And if you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, and leave a review. Because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. Please remember everything you desire is meant for you and possible. Keep showing up, taking action, and believing in your dreams.